Guys, welcome to Rob McRunning Real Talk Series 3, Episode 5, with the long-awaited Ben Eastwood. Beast, extreme training is your thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think it might be, you know. I think it just might be. That you're just about the most extreme trainer that I've uh, that I will have on this show. Um, albeit, you know, whatever extreme training is, yours is is the extreme training that people's minds go to when you say yeah. extreme training. It's the, you know, in a lake dragging a punch bag around. You know, I've had people on who've, you know, a girl who runs sort of eighty miles a week, which is extreme yeah. in its own way, but it's not extreme in a way of the kind of stuff that that you're doing um so talk us through it talk us through everything you've even got a, a business now doing that kind of extreme training so talk us through the whole thing yeah so i think um i'm kind of glad you you touched on the the element you did at the start which is a thing mm. that there's there's a lot of um sports out there um or training aspects out there that if you push to the extreme which is where you're pushing your body um, to a max intensity for a long period of time um, or, or putting it through a hard intensity and it, 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 that becomes an extreme environment to push in. Mm. But I think you, you kind of highlighted what potentially a lot of people think about when they hear kind of extreme training, which is what's starting to show up a little bit more in terms of, especially the outdoor element of um, really utilising what's outside, but really pushing the body beyond what you think you are capable of, which is kind of where this all came from, from me. It was about, um, obviously me trying to understand life more and find a way through training. And obviously, um, you've, you've kind of known my journey quite, quite, quite well. Mm -hmm. And I think training what became my outlet for a lot of emotions. So this form, this kind of intense, um, an extreme training formed through me, not knowing another way to release emotion. Yeah. But then as I started to mature, I started to realize the real power it had Mm -hmm. in terms of showing people what they were truly capable of. I think the mind limits a lot of people. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think training is one of the most beneficial ways to actually prove to yourself. And you'll know this from your running Mm -hmm. um, that you're not your mind. Your mind will tell you to stop. It will tell you that you can't go on. Mm -hmm. It will tell you a lot of things because it wants um, yeah. But you are actually in control of that, and which is why, if I'm honest to your listeners, Rob, like I've expressed, I love what Rob's content and what he's trying to do, but it took mm-hmm. me a lot to come on just because I've got to be very wary of explaining what I do, but also helping people understand that I don't just go. Think I'm gonna go do something mental because I think it's fun. There's yeah. a lot of thought yeah. and reasoning behind it, and that is the the outcome of that is very positive. But if I didn't mm-hmm. go in with the right attitude, it could be very negative, which kind of was a bit of a battle of how I approach this conversation, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. And I remember I was obviously talking, and I was obviously keen to get you on uh because of the extreme training, but I know you were you were quite keen to be like, Well, yeah, I'll do it, but you know. A lot of it, you know, and that's it. I guess that's social media and Instagram and that kind of thing, isn't it? Is that people look at that and go, "Wow, that's crazy!" Like he's he's mental, and it, and it, they do, you know, form their own opinion in the mind that you've just got up and decided, right? I'm crazy. I'm fit. I'm extreme. I'm going to go and, you know, drag a a punch bag through a through a reservoir. But actually, it's not. It's not really like that. It's not about that. It's more like you've just explained there. It's it's, it's testing you mentally, but the preparation 
and the safety above everything else that goes into that. Um, you know, you're not sort of advocating people to tie a push bike to the back and, and jump in a lake because it's it's only gonna end one way kind of thing, isn't it? So it's uh you know, it's an extreme yeah. thing, but in an incredibly safe environment. And uh yeah, I like that, you know, when I'm looking at your your stuff that you put out there, it's you know, you you that's sort of the first message is like, you know, we're not just having a laugh and, and going out and doing this is there's thoughts and reason and everything else behind this. So it's uh, it's an important message to get across, isn't it? And I, th- I think um, it's, it's good that you brought that up because I think I put it in a video that I did the other day on on my Instagram mm. where I was, I was talking about there was um, there was an element of the old uh, band that people used to kind of record it, the Red Mist, and when I went, yeah. people looked like a different person. My eyes looked through them. I just had a different look on them, and that was generally when I was about to do something stupid. And that now is zoned into when I'm about to do an element in a challenge. Mm. When it when it's zoned in on me, the people around me see a different bend, but it's it's a bend yeah. that's so zoned into what I'm about to accomplish. It's untrue. Yeah. So before I actually do anything, I'm not laughing and joking. My mindset yeah. and I'm mentally rehearsing and visualizing. I'm thinking about um, calming my, my breath down, getting myself prepared. Mm. And these are all the elements that if I was going into a danger challenge, having a laugh and a joke um before i went in it literally was a but before i went to perform it or execute what i wanted to execute that is when um obviously you are setting yourself up for potential pitfalls and mm. um it's the whole and again it comes really down to the, to the why behind it because i am an advocate of finding your level and going out and pushing this and it all really stemmed from i've done this for uh, funnily enough the, the 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 gentleman you introduced me to and a good friend of both of ours kev yeah, was having a conversation with me about this, and I explained to Kev when I lost a lot of mates at a young age. I was I bought two kettlebells online and stupidly didn't realize how heavy kettlebells are and didn't know about weight. So I ordered, I was about seventeen years old, and I ordered two twenty kilogram kettlebells that I could hardly lift up above my head. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even lift them up if I'm honest. But I just started to go running in line park carrying them. Yeah, and just i just started to push myself unbeknown and that wasn't necessarily dangerous training but it was it was tough i was like there were heavy kettlebells i was having to throw them over styles and carry them up individually and just battle holding them in different positions and was getting bruised and battered and mm-hmm. it was it was a stage of my life where pain didn't mean a lot to me realistically then so i was able to push hard but it also started to show me in later years man you've actually got some real strength here man like not mm-hmm. just just outer strength but inner strength there's a yeah. lot of people that the voice in the head when they were carrying them and they start to burn and hurt and fatigue that would just be dropping it and, and giving in but i was that determined at that point in life it was like you just keep pushing through i started to make pain my friend in a way yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then that's what i'm trying to that that's where the the element of the b1 challenges came up came and with mm-hmm. the elements now with kev it just highlights the how important the breath is Mm-hmm. Um, and composure before we do any of the cold water stuff as well. But I'm trying to help people understand that that you can utilize emotions, but also that pain is a it's a signal. But if mm-hmm. it's not pain, is in and you'll know this. There's a difference from your hamstring pulling, or yeah. your, your your hip flexor going, or your calf going, or your right rolling your ankle. A pain yeah. significant enough from an impact or an injury that you have that indication of, right, I need to stop, rather than a pain of fatigue or exhaustion yeah. or just a signal of the body to say, 
oh, what, why don't we rest right now? Uh, why don't we just give in? This, you don't need to do this. And, and that type of pain is the one that will build a mental callus in you that just makes you so much more resilient in life. It's, it's phenomenal. And that's what it's about. Again, it's about bringing a real resilience out from this sort of training. And again, that's why what I do, as, as you've said there, mate, I always highlight when I'm doing a challenge on myself, this isn't for anyone else. This is yeah. for where I'm at in life, but I've built to this. This is 20, 30 years in the process. Yeah. But yeah, for no. other people, you can find a level that is suited to you mm-hmm. that steps you outside your comfort zone. Because I remember the first time you came down and we trained, uh, we, we did one at Tin Swistle on the steps. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, we did one at Bottoms and then we did one at Tin Swistle on it. And, and it's about... It just even just the smaller, smaller aspects, it doesn't even need to be complicated. But the idea mm-hmm. is to get the minds battling you as soon as possible. Yeah, no, exactly. It's um, it's, it's so good. Like listening to you talk, like there's so many things like already that I'm like, there's just you know, obviously out of this sort of extreme uh, training season that I've been doing, I've been talking to loads of people, all different walks of of life and all different kind of extremes yeah, and um, and everybody's related it back to the same thing and you've just done exactly the same thing there in um, in that like you said when you you know you pull your hamstring yeah it's an indicator like wow I've got to stop I'm injured uh, but the difference between I've got to stop because I'm injured and I've got to stop because my mind is is telling me out of that I I sort of was thinking about it on a run actually and I was just thinking like what is it what what's it all about and I, and I ended up coming up with this like this hashtag, this trend, whatever it is of like hush the noise. And it basically is exactly that. It's, it's like hashtag hush the noise. And it, and it means, you know, when you run in or when you do an extreme training and as you'll have experienced and everybody else who's done anything like that will experience, you've, you've got that inner voice that's going, just stop. It's cold. It's freezing. It's hard. You've done enough. You've done 20 miles. You don't need to do any more. Like that voice telling you all the time of like, just you've done enough or don't go today like it's cold today you don't need to run today whatever it is and it's all about for me like literally hush the noise you know shut that voice up um but it's about identifying the difference between the voice that is is doing that and and you know obviously injury and and where your body is, is generally in you know potential danger um but i think we all go through it when we're training extreme and and doing whatever you go through that you know, mental barrier. People call it the wall on a marathon, but um, you know that barrier of of your mind just going like, just stop. Like you don't need to do this. But it's so so key. And everybody I've spoke to in this entire series has has gone back to the same thing of like I, knowing the difference between the voice that is just there to to kind of go, yeah, you just stop this. You don't need to do this. And and you know, and, and obviously actual awareness of of injuries. And it's. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. No matter how extreme you you sort of training, it's always there, isn't it? Yeah, man. And I, and I think that's um, a lot. It shows a lot about yourself and your creativity um, and your uh, ability to um, pick up on things to have creating such a powerful line. Um, yeah. Because that that will help others. Sometimes it's being clever with words to help others yeah. understand something. So that hush the noise. That, that phrase, because it's so catchy, that would stick in someone's mind and then they think, fuck, this is what Rob's on about, about yeah. that that voice, he's saying it now and they'll remember that. So that you creating something like this is going to be significant to really help someone when they hear that voice. Yeah, and that's I think it. That 100%. And I think that 
it's it you mentioned the word awareness as well um and again it, again this happens and you can i love fitness because fitness is the point where you know 100% if you are pushing yourself in fitness like you said there's not one person doesn't matter how fit you are um or the professional level you're at you will hit you will hear that voice mm. because it's your body trying to pull you back to safety and keep you safe yeah. it's as yeah, simple exactly. as that so you will automatically always have a subconscious voice um coming out to stop so it's again mm -hmm. it's the awareness of that but i think that it's the next level to that is then utilizing the voice in your favor so it's you've got two options you've got the first option of again hushing the voice which i completely agree with and i think mm -hmm. that'll be a powerful one yeah. but then if someone's struggling to hush the voice yeah it's again utilizing the the power of understanding right trying to hush a voice that is proving that that voice isn't me because you've got yeah. to have another wow, voice yeah. that's saying hush that voice does that make sense that sounds really weird to that's... say that's amazing, but literally. But you see what I'm wow. saying? One voice is, yeah. you are trying to hush a voice, but to do that, there has to be another voice to do that. And yeah. the power really is to understand that that other voice is you. That's the amazing. other voice is you. It's not the one you are trying to hush. That mm. is your past experiences. That is your subconscious trying to keep you safe. But the one that's saying hush the voice, if you can embody, anyone listening now, if you can embody Rob's, um phrase there and remember it and take it out in a room with you and as soon as you say to yourself that negative voice comes up and you say i'm going to hush this voice now just remember the person that said hush your voice is the one that's in control love that mate so that, that voice you want to embody and that voice is the one that you want to say i can do this i can push through that's yeah. your positive that's your empowerment that's your resilience yeah so i think you've got a really key trigger here rob where you can mm. really show people that the voice that they are hushing isn't them yeah it's, i love that that is actually just something that's trying to prevent them from pushing to the extremes that they are capable of yeah um and and, that's, and that's... so i think i think you've done a really good thing there mate i truly do yeah and that's what this this obviously as you know this whole podcast is about i keep it to 25 to 30 minutes because you know generally the people that are listening are people who are doing a 5k in 25 to 30 minutes and that's um you know that's the average across the country it's what most people are doing uh i'm not expecting people to be doing 17 minute 5ks and listening to this it's for the people who are pushing themselves and probably experience that voice a little bit more than others and you know hopefully they're, they're now what we're about 11 minutes in so you know they're about the third of the way into their 5k and um you know in the next couple of k they'll they'll be getting that same voice that that's comes back every time and says like, oh, this is hard. Like, and hopefully we're here as a as a welcome distraction, and and they know that when this conversation, this podcast is finished, then then so's their run, and that's kind of like, you know, if it's there's obviously other other ways of of hushing that voice. You know, you you like you said, you're in a voice which is actually you telling you to, you know, telling that to be quiet, but also to listen to people talking around the ideas like we are now, and and going, you know what. Yeah, you know, hopefully somebody's listening now and that voice has started to creep in and, and they've heard what you've just yeah. said and thought, you know what? Yeah, that's that's spot on. And if they take something from that and um and it helps them, then you know, great. They've uh that's that's sort of the whole the whole plan around this this whole podcast was to to help those kind of people who are you know, who are at that sort of level really. I I think you will do though, Rob. I think that um 
I think the more I understand this and, and what it is in, in, in just speaking to you now is highlighting it. And I think that you are doing an amazing thing because I think that you've just highlighted it there. If someone's on a run now listening to this, firstly, they might have got a bit G'd up and pushed a bit harder. Mm-hmm. Then they will have had that voice come in. But this podcast that you're doing in, in, in the, the aspects of what you're talking about are helping people literally understand about that you've you've i think you've created something very powerful here mate and again it's why i'm so um excited about what i'm hearing is because Mm -hmm. it stands behind everything that i'm trying to do which is show people that you aren't your mind you can control your mind but you aren't the mind so there needs to be more ways and and i brought something out recently talking about mental health and, and people trying to be, make people more aware of mental health and there's all these things that come out and there's mental health a day and all this kind of stuff but there's not enough actual um tools being given to people to understand how to strengthen the mind or understand the mind more it's just yeah, yeah. an awareness and it frustrates me a bit because it's good to talk yeah but what what's the outcome of that have you given them something to go away with whereas what we are doing here is i'm not pinning this into a mental health bracket but for me, mental health doesn't need to be a negative thing. You can have good mental health. That should be mm-hmm. a, a positive. Yeah. Uh, but I think something that I am an advocate of advocate of is what are you doing on a week, daily and weekly basis to strengthen your mind? Like, mm-hmm. if you yeah. ask someone that, they, they look at you and think, well, I'm not actually too sure. How do you strengthen your mind? And it's like, that's how unknown it is to do things to strengthen your mind. But this, yeah. what you are talking about now is something that would strengthen your mind. So if I speak to someone who is a runner, I'd be like, listen to Rob's Real Talk, Mm -hmm. and you are going to hear principles that are going to help you strengthen your mind. Yeah, These are key points that will really help people understand how to strengthen the mind. And when you strengthen your mind, your capabilities in terms of what your body is capable of Mm -hmm. are blown up from the park. And that's been proven by the amount of people that have, have proven what people thought was impossible possible. And yeah, they're just the people that were that just did not have a belief system that held them back. They no matter whatever anyone said to them, they were like, "I'm going to do this. This is going to get done." And again, yeah. in the post that I did, where I did a fairly, well, it can look quite dangerous what I did, but my point being is, when I stepped into the water to to attempt that, there was not a seed of doubt that I was going to not achieve it. If I'd have stepped into the water and at any point thought, "I can't do this," I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But I, I had that stronger belief in me at that minute in time because of all the prep I'd done, because of the situation I'd been in before, because I was under, understood my capabilities and was able to compose myself. Mm-hmm. My only thought was, you are going to achieve this. And as soon as you say that to yourself, your body unlocks what it's capable of. Yeah. And the, my, one of my most inspirational films, Rob, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but is is the free solo um, where yeah. the guy climbs the hardest rock face in the world mm. without a rope and without harness and that's probably the most dangerous thing i've ever heard of yeah but he believed in himself and his capabilities so much yeah he did it that's he He was superhuman it was like watching spider-man on a film (laughs) yeah but but he did it and it's like the people like that are phenomenal people to me because that didn't make me think i want to go and climb a wall without a rope because that's stupid to me but it did make me think, well, Ben, what are you capable of from what you do? And how yeah. are you strengthening yourself, yeah. both body and mind? And it's getting around these people, whether you know them personally or you are watching them. It's about feeding your mind with inspirational things and people. And again, another reason why 
I feel what you're doing with this podcast is, is very powerful to help. Yeah, mate, that's amazing. Just listening to you talk like that. And, and obviously, like you said at the start of this 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 conversation, um, you know, I, I've known your sort of journey, if you like, whatever you call it, for, for a long time. And um, the way you've sort of switched that anything sort of negative mentally into a positive, like there's also ways like, you know, you're talking there about a positive mind, but what, what can actually also is apparent is that you can have a negative mindset, which whatever makes you want to do stupid stuff or whatever, but you've actually switched that completely round and, and turn it into a positive in the same way you were saying before about um you know that that look in your eyes you know i've seen that from our younger days on a football pitch where i'm like yeah. oh, he's gonna, he's yeah. gonna do something stupid here and now yeah seeing that same same thing but yeah it being a positive now and being oh he's you know where previously it was on a football pitch you're gonna do something stupid now you see it and you go he's that laser focused that this challenge yeah. is about to take is is getting done and it's the same Kind of the same things going on in you know the same same things going on in your mind. Just they're now yeah. positive rather than negative. They are. I'm I'm gonna do something that's crazy. Yeah, maybe stupid, whatever you want to call it. But I'm gonna complete it. And exactly. yeah, and it, yeah, hundred percent. And, it, and again, again, it's what you're focusing on. Back then, I was focusing on the wrong things. It was what you're influenced by. Mm. Back then, I was influenced on negative things. It's the people you're surrounding yourself with. And I think that. Um, one thing I will touch on, which I think is important, because I think that this affects different people. So I want to highlight it from my perspective, but I'm not saying this is right. But I mm. do think it's key to address because I've obviously lived with a lot of negativity mm-hmm. and I don't just transition that into positivity. I can utilize and, and I did a post about emotions uh, the other day and. I have got the ability now when I'm where I'm potentially through the day, something annoys me, I get angry, I get uh, frustrated, whatever it may be. I can pull myself away and transition mm-hmm. that emotion in yeah. a good state. But at other times, I don't. Because at other times, when I know I've got a challenge coming up, I can actually utilise the negative emotion as energy mm-hmm. to make sure that I've... Get, it's like, I'm not sure if you've watched Eddie Hall's documentary, but when he talks about... Um, it might not be the his, his film documentary, but there's another one about mm-hmm. when he did the 500 kg PB deadlift. Yeah, and he turned around and said, "Like I would never tell anyone the thoughts that went through my head before I made that lift." Yeah, and he went to some true dark depths in his mind yeah, for yeah. him to be able to pull that. And again, this doesn't work for everyone because their own mind can beat them up. But I think because I've built up such a strong mental callus over the years that I do when when it gets hard and some people like I do utilize a lot of negative things from my past just to remind me yeah. what I'm fighting for. Yeah. So when yeah. it does get tough and I can't breathe and when I want to drop the equipment and when I'm feeling pain or when I feel fear, I do mm-hmm. drop back into the old Ben and just think, mate, remember when this happened, remember who you were, remember that the way you felt mm. now let's prove what you've got. And it, and it's kind of like, I'm only, comp- I never compete against anyone else. I only mm-hmm. compete against myself. But when I do that, I actually use negative energy and negative emotion because it brings out a level of me. And that's like that that beast nickname came from that. Back yeah. in the day, it was the wrong nickname for me for being beast. But now it's not. It's like I, yeah. I can yeah. fuel myself to achieve something unbelievable through, mm. through anger and through um, real negative energy. But I'm channeling it. That's what you were saying there. That, that laser focus now is yeah. channeled into, I'm not dropping this punch bag. Yeah. I'm not dropping that weight. 
I'm pulling yeah. myself up this. It's like it gives me no option because I remember and utilise that negative energy into a, an outcome to be achieved. And I think that's, it's again, I'm not advocating that unless you can understand how to channel it. But mm-hmm. that is something that what a lot of people don't get about me is like I've I've, I've learned to utilise my negative past mm. to transition it into achieving more. But yeah. again, it's there's just different ways and methods. Amazing, mate. Amazing. Well, we're we're 24 minutes in, so anybody listening doing their uh, their 5k, keep going. You've got a little while to go, so uh, you're getting there. You're getting to the latter stages where you know the, exactly what we're talking about is probably happening. You know, your body's telling you to stop or it's hard or you know is, where's the finish line how soon is it so um so we'll we'll start to wrap up but i wanted to talk to you about um obviously being a runner and everything else you you know you're doing these extreme challenges and, and training and various other things you've actually you're gonna do an ultra marathon and i know we were talking about you saying look i don't want to take away from people who train for years to do an ultra it's not i'm not saying like oh this is easy you can do it without training but yeah you've challenged yourself to do an ultra marathon, which again is going to come down to a lot of, of self-talk and mindset and positive mind. And you're not trying to do it in any particular record time, but you want to complete the distance. So, yeah. And I know that runs in your family. I know you obviously your dad and your family yeah. as well. And your dad's a, uh, I don't know if he's done an ultra, but he probably has. He's done. I, I mean, I remember you used to see him as a kid running all the time. So I know it runs yeah, long stuff. running runs through your veins and, and yeah. uh, through your family. So to so talk to us about this, uh, this ultra marathon, what's the plan? Yeah, so it was just it was just a friend in in his contact with doing it, and, and he asked me to go along. I think the thing that appealed to me was, again, again, it, it's not ego based. We're not out there to to beat any records, and that's why I wanted to be respectful of runners because yeah. um, I appreciate that to do an ultra marathon, to do a marathon, to do a half marathon, to do a ten k, people are planning and prepping and doing the right training program to get the best time for themselves. Yeah. So I did want to highlight that I'm not going into this to show fucking how it can be done if you, if you just go and do it. Yeah. This is me, like you say, understanding I'm not a runner. Um, I'm not going for a PB or to beat anyone else's time. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing if I can set out to do 40 miles at the yeah. best pace I can yeah. and just to see what I'm capable of. Um, so it is more for me a mental test than a physical test because mm-hmm. I think I've not conditioned my body for this, which is a sensible thing to do. Yeah. If I was going into a race or a competition for an ultra, I would be speaking to someone like yourself and trying to get the best plan possible in terms yeah. of, Rob, how can I get my best time and get my body ready for this? Yeah, This yeah. is literally, like you said, more about, okay, Ben, it's 2022. We're trying to accomplish things to push our minds. Let's step into this and see when that mind starts to trip you up, which, again, mm-hmm. we've talked about and highlighted all the way through the show. Yeah. Are you are you able to push through? So again, it's, and again, I'm a big believer in walking the walk, Rob, as you, as you well know. Yeah. So yeah. this yeah. for me is about putting myself into a situation where my mind is going to say, "Stop, you're hurting X, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z." And can I can I do what I'm trying to coach other people to do, which is you can do this, Ben. It might take you 24 hours, but you can <laughs> do this. Like yeah, the yeah. aim isn't the time, Ben. The aim is to finish. Now yeah. put your mind into place and, and let's achieve the outcome. I love it, mate. Yeah. No, it's such a, again, amazing thing. And I'll no doubt I'll jump on miles with you whenever you're doing it. I'll, uh, I'll be Legend. sure to, to come and support you with that. But um, now listen, we're, we're at like 27 minutes now. So uh, we'll wrap it up then. Uh, you know, people are listening. They're, they're hopefully just crossing the finish line and uh, they're inspired and have learned something. Just take something to take away from this, I guess, is the, um, 
the the positive mindset and and I think the biggest thing for me which I've learned which is always the case when you do these things is this if you've got a voice that is saying hush the noise then the hush the, the noise isn't your voice that's it's so that's resonated so well with me like because I get that in the marathon I get that that voice that says oh I just stop like you've done them before you don't need to finish this and and actually when I quieten that voice the person who is me is the person who's telling that voice to to shut the fuck up, basically. So couldn't that's have said one it better. Mate. Yeah, couldn't have okay. said it better, mate. Yeah. And just to finish for me, mate, and, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I think that what you've created here in that that tagline and the show mm-hmm. is a phenomenal thing, and I think this will be helping a lot of people. So fair play to you, Rob, man. I'm a bit advocate of people trying to do positive things for people, and I think this is one of them, mate. So truly well done. Appreciate that, mate. Well, listen, thanks for coming on, and uh, I'll uh, I'll shoot you offline, and we'll. Uh, We'll sort out you doing this ultra. Big respect, Ralph. Thank you, mate. All right, mate. Thanks a lot. See you in a bit. Take care. Bye-bye.